there. On behalf of my favorite poker player and host of this fine show, Andrew Keller, I'd like to welcome you to the Sports Best Pod Stravaganza, broadcasting you fake live and direct on the Believe Podcast Network. We have one rule here on Sports Best. We take out the worst and only give you the best, unless you happen to get gored by a steer <laughs> on our horned friend in just a moment. First off, hello there, Mr. Keller. Hello. Um, fun fact is uh, Daryl Johnson, the former fullback of the Dallas Cowboys, was supposed to be on today's show, but he was gored. <laughs> See, I'm debating off that sports best or worst, but I don't know. I think you could go either way on that. He well, was since his nickname was the Moose, <laughs> he's going to be okay. Andrew, uh, we're going to start with uh, where we typically do it around this time. We're going to start with some NFL news. It was a big, big, big Monday night because we had two games going on because the, the COVIDs are going around, so they moved one of the games back. Two, uh, well, not records, but two big nights. Um, who do you want to start with? you want to start with um, Kyler Murray you want to start with uh, Mr. Mahomes? I want to start with Patrick Mahomes. I also want to submit that maybe we should rebrand our show to Larry Loves Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> hey, that's not fair because you For good it. reason. You love him for good reason, but uh, I feel like Mahomes is coming up every single episode, which no, I here's the thing. It. he's having a good year. Um, I love this because we're going to get another stat in there and you're going to be like, oh my God, they just created another stat just because they can. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes became the fastest player in NFL history to throw 90 career touchdown passes as the Chiefs beat the Bills on Monday night. He threw two touchdown passes. He threw his 90th career touchdown in his 37th game breaking the record of Dan Marino, who threw his 90th touchdown pass on his 40th game. So Mahomes ahead of Dan Marino. Small caveat, because you know I love statistics. That's <laughs> in the Super Bowl era, because he got... Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So let's just make sure that we, so, we look out for that. So what you're saying is Y.A. Tittle might have done it, but that was not in the Super Bowl era. Is that what you're trying to just point out there? Right. I don't think this is an arbitrary stat like baseball. Baseball... <laughs> is so crazy when facing a left-handed batter and the right field lights are at 50% luminosity. Hey. That's when you go for a triple. You're speaking about Chris flood, right? In the 1986, I, no, I'm just kidding. I don't no. know when that happens. Um, just for the record, just a little, little slice of cake on Patrick Mahomes. He's now thrown a touchdown pass in 16 straight games. That's the longest active streak in the NFL. By the way, his fiance is pregnant. I don't know if I mentioned that as well. Yeah, and he owns a baseball team. <laughs> I think this segment could also be called Texas football players, right? <laughs> now, listen, I, I want to know if you really like this because you're a Texas guy. And, you, you know, you, you so Kyler Murray is the quarterback of the Cardinals. They literally thrashed your Dallas Cowboys on Monday Night Football. Just destroyed them, 38 to 10. Kyler Murray had, I believe he threw for three touchdowns, ran for one more. He destroys the Dallas Cowboys. But here's the best part about this. At AT&T Stadium, Kyler Murray is 7-0 and all-time. And the majority of that comes from when he played for Allen High School, right? He's 4-0. 5-0, and thank you very much. 5-0. and So three straight championships, uh, Texas championships. So he's 5-0. and I guess maybe two of those games were, I don't know. He's 1-0 in college, leading Oklahoma to a Big 12 championship. And 1-0 in the NFL. So he has fought, I don't know, yeah, 7-0 and playing games at ATT Stadium. Is that like Arlington? Where is that stadium? It's in Arlington. It's in Tarrant okay. County. Yeah. Where's Allen, Texas? Allen is, I think, northeast of Dallas. Quickly, um, just give me odds that I will ever visit Allen, Texas in my lifetime. Uh, I'll give you 100 to 1. I will never visit Allen, Texas? That's right. Okay. When was the last time you went to Texas? I've never been to Texas. 
So no, no, I have. I've been, to, I've been, to, I've been to Dallas. I take that back. To the to the DFW airport. It, I think that's it. I think I went to DFW. Everyone's favorite thing is when I when I say I'm from Dallas, they're like, "Oh, I had a layover in Dallas once." <laughs> doesn't count. So my thing with uh, Kyler Murray is, I feel like adversity builds character. I always think about these guys that are just always winning and like win every high school football game. Like when he faces real adversity, what is that going to look like? I'm, I'm not saying that he's not going to be fine, but like, do you ever wonder about that? Like at some point it's going to, he's going to get kicked in the teeth by, by life. I feel like we're going to get a bingo sports best bingo here. I'd like to push back a little bit. I don't know if you saw the Arizona Cardinals last year, but they were sucky sucky. So some could say, he had some adversity last year, but I don't know. I'm just, you know, pushing back a little. Just some. But he literally thrashed the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> and uh, we should have led this story with Dallas Cowboys are dead, but we didn't. Well, listen, the Red Rocket did not play so well on Monday night. I thought you told me he was going to lead the, the Cowboys to the promised land. I thought he would. <laughs> when, you go to, when you go to live sporting events and you stand up and they do the national anthem, do you cry? I cry every time. You patriotic son of a gun. Do you? No. No, you're such a hardened old man. What do you think about a flyby? Have you ever <clears throat> been to a game that had a flyby? Um, now, I think those are really cool because they almost take your breath away if you're like standing there because it's it's impressive if you're one of the 40,000 people there, right? Yeah, and they always time it so perfectly with the oh. national anthem when they do it. I think oh. it's, it's impressive. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman were not necessarily impressed with this <laughs> on uh, Sunday's game, the Tampa Brady Gronkineers versus <laughs> the Packers. They uh, didn't realize they had a hot mic and basically were being <laughs> talking trash, being like, oh, why are they having a fly? That's your hard-earned money tax dollars paying for jet fuel. And then Aikman likes to eat. Aikman chimes in with Democratic endorsement for the president being like this is not happening with the kamala harris biden ticket tell you that right now partner we okay. get a lot more country were they um were they did they not know that they were this is going over the air i apparently not i mean i don't think you would say that i don't think you would say anything political if you knew you had a hot mic um because like you know i've been in broadcasting a little bit in my life and I, i'm joe buck is too like whenever there's a mic around me i don't say anything bad ever just for the fact that like some engineer has, once again, has the hand on the mic button and everybody can hear you. So this is a dad joke alert, but if you met <laughs> Vice President Mike Pence, you wouldn't talk? <laughs> that's outstanding. That's outstanding. Uh, any, anyone that's in broadcasting, make sure that the mic is not turned on if you're going to say anything. Okay, but just, just so we're clear here, you are pro flyover, no matter the tax dollars. Is that what I'm, I just want to put you on tilt here. That's one of the most, it's like, it's such a hard thing because emotionally, I think it's so cool. I think everything's so cool about it. And then after it's over, I'm like, that was probably really expensive. <laughs> so I got to say, I love experiencing it and I love games that have them, but maybe just do it at the Super Bowl. Don't do it for a week five game. You know, we could have used that money to provide to relief to some small country in the Middle East for the cost of that flyover for the Tampa Bay game. Yeah, so maybe you should write your senator. Is he, who's your senator? Uh, Listen, Weinstein? can I can, write I Feinstein I, and say, "Hey, let's I'm move gonna, that money overseas." I'm gonna I'm gonna be just a little bit controversial, <laughs> just a little bit, just a little bit. Um, if you've got time to write die fi because you're ticked off with the flyover, maybe you should uh, find a better use of your time. Maybe yeah. you gotta go get a hobby or something. I don't know. 
headline of this episode is Larry Olson wants to move money overseas. <laughs> Speaking of Joe Buck, dude's going to be busy this week. Yeah. So he did the Tampa Bay Gronkineers. Was that game in Florida, by the way, on Sunday? Uh, yeah, Tampa Brady. So he went Florida. Mm -hmm. Then Monday night, he called the Bills Chiefs game in Buffalo. Mm -hmm. Tuesday night, he goes to Texas, the Globe Life Field, which you're very excited about, to call game one of the World Series. Yeah. Then Wednesday, he'll call game two of the World Series, which I believe is still going to be at Globe Life Field in Texas. Mm -hmm. On Wednesday, wait a minute. So then on Thursday, he calls the Thursday night football game between the Giants and Eagles. I think that's in New York or Philadelphia. I'm not sure where that is. And then he'll return to games three and four Friday and Saturday back in Texas. Now, here what I would say. This is kind of a big story. Joe Buck working every day. Da, 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 da. Don't most people work every day? Don't we? Most <laughs> of us go to work every day. It seems, it seems to be a story because how much money he's going to be making or other people should maybe maybe spread the love. Let other people call it. I think Joe Buck is one of the most um polarizing figures in broadcasting i think people hate him so much i like him but what are your thoughts on joe buck well here's the thing here's why they say people don't like like in baseball is a very localized thing right you watch oh. baseball on tv you have your local announcers who you love and then your team goes to the playoffs and it's joe buck and you're like wait a minute what happened to the guys that i love here's joe buck he's really i mean of broadcasters he's silky smooth don't get uncle kirk started on him on play on the golf but other than that He's just, he's silky smooth, I think, on the NFL broadcast in baseball. I don't have a problem with it. I think maybe because I don't have that uh, loyalty to my announcers that I, I like Joe Buck. Did you know, this isn't necessarily unknown news, but did you know he almost lost his career in 2011 because his left vocal cord got paralyzed from his eighth hair replacement surgery? No, you're, you're making that up. No, he talks about his book that came out in 2015 or 16. Okay, uh, wait a minute. They're working on his hair, and somehow that damaged his vocal cord. Well, he's under general anesthetic, and that's what messed up his vocal cords. And he lied he, about it for like four years, and finally he's like, I got to come clean. Anesthesia messed up his vocal cord? Yeah, I mean, general anesthetic it affects your entire body. You can't just go under, and you never know. I mean, that's crazy, but it's also crazy that was his eighth one. Like, you don't really, I mean, I get why he did it. He's like vanity and I'm on TV, but uh, he, he, it took two or three months. He had to go see a vocal specialist and be like, we don't know if your voice is ever going to come back, but yeah, eight hair surgeries, man. But it looks good now. You look good, Joe Buck. Um, and I will also say he does not sound like a cartoon dog. So I feel like it's got to be worth it. I think that's a win-win. <laughs> so an Austin based photographer was gored. <laughs> by bevo Not funny. <laughs> january 1st 2019 Not and funny. he is now suing the handlers of bevo for damages between two hundred thousand and one million dollars i don't know about all that but did you see did you see that happen have you seen the video of that I, i've never heard this story all i know is that a guy got gored so i got a little i got a little preoccupied <laughs> um it's his job to take pictures of these things. So, I mean, maybe you don't think you're gonna get gored by Bevo, but I mean, I think feel like if you're a photographer at a sporting event, you might be putting yourself in harm's way. He was, it was pre-game, he was kneeling down, facing the other way. Bevo kind of like got out of the pen and, and kind of butt, butted him twice with his head. Horns weren't touched, he got up and ran away. The next day, he was at a gas station and posted a tweet of him standing next to Bevo saying, 
happened upon this big guy at a gas station again on the way home. No love taps from him this time, just a pleasant side eye. So like he's making jokes about it the next day. Someone got in his ear and was like, hey, let's get some damages. So the ambulance chaser got to this guy. It's like, dude, you got to you got to get a couple bucks out of this. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of. I I've been injured more by the Buffalo. We <laughs> ran over the person and the mascot. No, it's he got up and ran away. He's claiming he has permanent back and neck damage. Come on, guy. You know what? The only reason I put the story in this rundown is so that I would get a memory of you and Mr. Buffalo. I was just saying, you know what? I know we're going to get a good Colorado run it out story if we throw the gore in there. The last game I ever ran was in Houston, Texas at the <laughs> EV1.net Bowl against UTEP. And it was a second half run. And what a lot of guys do on their last run because they can't get in trouble is a layout. They'll just like dive and let and let Ralphie keep going. I pulled up on the 50 yard line with a pulled hamstring. It was not staged. So if you go back to the tape, you can see your boy pulling up tight with the hurt hamstring. Grandpa, tell me more. Grandpa, please, Grandpa, tell me one more. We also had a handler that uh, one of the female handlers, she collected Ralphie's fur and made pillows out of him. When she would shed, she would collect it. So there you go. Do you have one of those? Uh, yeah, it's on my couch. Mm. God, if you get, can I go on the internet and get one of those uh, Ralphie hair pillows? No, they're very rare. <laughs> um, moving on, uh, I love the celebrity golf tournaments. They got a new celebrity golf tournament. We're all sitting around fat and happy after the day th after Thanksgiving. We got nothing better to do, so we're gonna do a celebrity golf tournament. This time it's gonna be Phil Mickelson and the one and only Charles Barkley against. Ooh, wait for it. Steph Curry and Peyton Manning. Woo! Are you going to watch it? Uh, I will definitely. So we covered this here on Sports Best, I believe, yeah. a couple of months ago with that Tom Brady was not Tampa Brady. Gronkineers was not having a great tournament. And then he made that amazing shot. That um, was in the second one. There was a yes. The, the match the second, two. The, the match two. This will be at Stone Canyon Country Club in uh, Arizona. Steph Curry, as you know, a great golfer. I think these are fun. They're mic'd up. Hopefully someone will say a bad word or two. I'm in. Yeah, Steph is officially a zero handicap right now. The other two are yeah. professional golfers. Charles Barkley is the wildest card. I, I, I don't think he has a recorded or a public handicap. What's For me, I'm tuning in mainly to see Charles's awkward swing. He's famous for that swing. So it'll be interesting, right? I, from what I heard, it's an alternate shot format. So mm. he's Charles is playing with the pro. Can they beat two non-pros with a really bad golfer and a really good golfer and then two pretty good golfers? It'd be interesting to see if this is like a fair event. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I got smart money is on Steph. Don't bet, on, don't bet against Steph. Don't bet against Steph. A 74-year-old man has never heard of Twix. <laughs> I'm walking off the set. I'm walking off the set because <laughs> it's time for you to go. And we don't have time for this no. story. This is the one I'm walking reason. off. I can't, I just can't believe what you just said. I'm walking off the set. I feel like it's a weird flex. So the legendary <laughs> sports writer out of Boston, <clears throat> Rob Ryan says, quote, what the hell is Twix? <laughs> I feel like, I, I don't know. I would, that It makes me think of just like rich privileged guy. Like how much is a gallon of milk? Like, have you never been to a store and seen a candy bar? I feel like this is a little bit like Bill Belichick wearing uh, 
a sweater with a hole in it to a press conference. Like he's got to know that if he doesn't know what a Twix is, the internet's going to lose its mind, right? Yeah. I mean, my analogy of Belichick focusing on the next game doesn't apply. Is he focusing on his next basketball story? Is he going to write? And I, I can't wrap my head around it. A Twix is a Twix, man. Like, <clears throat> if if you follow that logic, you don't know what a Snickers is. You don't know what a Butterfinger is. Okay, because I, I was trying to quickly, like, what what number famous is a Twix? Like, so Snickers, number one, Three Musketeers, no. maybe got peanut. No. Twix is above Three Musketeers. It is? Yeah, I think Snickers is by far. I think, I, for me, it's Snickers, Butterfinger, Twix. Those are the most famous. I think so. What, what okay. is it for you? I think it would like be peanut a butter Milky cups. Way. Milky Way. Oh. A mound. <laughs> no, mounds aren't in there. Payday? No, no, they're not in there. Do you ever feel like a mound is just a waste of space? Put that almond joy in there. If you don't want to eat the almond, don't do it. But uh, it's a cop out. Hey, you know what? Maybe someone has a nut allergy and they're looking out for those people. Well, don't eat the nuts. You can't touch your nuts. Can't touch your coconut. And then they get the they break out and can't. You know what I mean? What the hell is a Twix? <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, that has been sports best. We are on all of the social medias. My little birdie told me we do have a TikTok account. We don't use it very frequently, but you should go to the Sports Best TikTok account. For Andrew Keller, my favorite poker player of all time, I'm Larry Olson. Thanks for stopping by.